The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. What is going on, guys? Eric Sablon here from one of the coaches from Unlock the Magnetic Lead Machine Facebook group, and I'm super excited. Uh, I have a special, special guest, a super special guest. She's a dear friend of mine, but I'm going to start it off like I always do, guys. Do me a favor, hashtag live if you're coming in live, and we want the interaction and the questions because um, when I tell you who she is and what she does and the things that she's done to help other people, you'll be amazed. Um, hashtag replay if you're on the replay. So I'm going to actually do a quick introduction. So Jen is a, an award-winning sales and marketing professional with over 20 years of experience. She has a master's certificate in online and social media from the University of San Francisco. She's the co-founder of the Women Entrepreneurs of Alaska. She's contributed to a couple of books. Um, Jen was the first Alaskan to be the inbound marketing, to have an inbound marketing certificate and was elected as marketer of the year by the Alaska chapter. Guys, hello, we've got a superstar in the house. Um, she, she specializes in inbound marketing, social media and marketing strategies. Please welcome Jen Christensen, the co-owner of Beacon Media in Anchorage, Alaska to the show. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I was just telling you that um, I still went on to do this, even though I actually flew a couple days ago, which was such a weird experience. Um, but I would not miss this. I, I love what you're doing here. I love this group you started that like there's so much momentum. You can feel it. Um, you're providing great value. So I'm just happy to be a part of it. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. And I know you flew all the way across the, the United States with a mask on to drop your amazing daughter off at college. So guys, that's, that's one of the so things, cool. I mean, think about it. That's one of the things that you can do if you own your own business and you're a true entrepreneur. So I actually just want to kind of start off with uh, having them, having the audience know who you are. I mean, you're part of the group. You've been in the group. You've You've seen, you've helped me, you've done things uh, so much to help me as a, as, a, as a marketer, as an entrepreneur, but just a little bit about your story and um, basically your online journey the last like five or six years, what has it been like? Because I know you've blossomed into something amazing up here in Alaska. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so I guess I'll just go back to, I feel like I kind of have an auspicious start into the marketing world. Um, I think that's why you and I relate so much because I had a, a really strong sales background, um, sales management. I've always been really passionate about helping people. 
Um, but I also love numbers, right? I love that that is that achievement in those goals. Um, you know, just making sure that I'm doing it in a way that really does help people. And I I didn't really like marketing. You know, I was I was working with marketing a lot in my previous careers, but I, I guess I always saw marketing as something that you couldn't necessarily track very well. I really didn't see, you know, how it was relevant to, I just felt like the sales was doing the bulk of the work, right? The sales people were out there every day making the, the numbers happen. And the marketing was almost just kind of like auxiliary. And that really changed for me 10 years ago. Um, so before founding Beacon, um, being part of a, a online news site organization and seeing that marketing and sales were starting to merge that what was happening online is that people weren't wanting to talk to salespeople right up front anymore. They were wanting to research, get their own information. You know, online was making everything accessible. And what I fell in love with is basically being able to track and see what people were doing and how they were responding and recognizing that I could take those sales skills and use them in the marketing field um, to really, you know, basically do what I call almost like pre-selling before they ever get to you. And, and you have, I, I feel like you've really got a key of that right now with this conversational marketing. Um, that is absolutely the direction that we've gone for ourselves, for our largest clients, that we are creating our own chat box and doing conversational marketing because what you're really doing is you're providing the information that they need at their time and their way, uh, you know, everything that they would look for when they want to talk to a salesperson, but you're giving it to them up front. So, as far as my journey goes over the last eight years, as I think everybody knows, um, you know, marketing has changed dramatically. Like I said, marketing and sales have really merged together to be almost one thing. Mm -hmm. And if, if you're doing it right, if you're working together, marketing has also come into the field of customer service and come into the field of user experience. I mean, it's just blowing my mind. Adrian and I have a, a thing that we say as we've grown this business, not just in Alaska, but nationally now. Um, you know, is there ever going to be a week that goes by since we started this business that things don't change? And the answer is no. You know, whether it's Facebook's algorithm changes this week or Google has a new update or the way that clients respond to marketing is changing constantly. So, I love it. I love learning. I love adapting. I love helping people. So it, it's it's a perfect thought for me. Yes, it is. And and your clients are loving it. Your love. You, your clients are really like seeing. We're seeing a lot of your clients doing really really well. And I like what you said about you know because I in this group I'm the chatbot guy. So I'm the one that kind of does a lot of the chatbot. I I build a lot yeah. of that stuff. And I've noticed. I like what you said. Conversational marketing. Um, can you kind of elaborate on what you've kind of some of the techniques that you've done with conversational marketing? Because I I like what you said. You talked about it. it's not just it's not just outbound. And we had somebody on the on the show Anna a while back, and she actually builds chatbots. But she talked about how it it's it's two way communication. It's conversational. You you put the tag on it. I'm going to use that tag. Thank you. You should. Yeah, you should. <laughs> So we have, I mean, I know you guys have your platform. We have chosen for a couple of reasons to use Drift and HubSpot, a couple others, but there's a lot of really good ones out there. I think you guys use ManyChat. Mm -hmm. um, and it, what it really is, is about being intuitive and thinking through 
really being empathetic and thinking through, you know, what information is this person looking for? How can I make it as easy for them as possible? So any good salesperson knows that it's, you know, understanding what those pain points are, overcoming those objections, but even taking it beyond that, if you set up your chat box and your, and your connection to the person when they come to your website, like if you go to our website, you'll see it right on there. Now we have, um, we have it set up and we've been testing it back and forth to see how they react to different conversations so we can keep making it better and better of how we have a conversation with somebody. So if somebody comes, I think we have something right now, which is like, you know, you know, you're looking for an agency to partner with you to help your company. And then we have like a heck yeah, you know, section. And then we have a, nope, I'm just browsing easy out, you know, cause we do want to give people an easy out if they're, we don't want them to feel like they're overwhelmed, right? As any good salesperson knows, you don't, you don't push people, you let them be in control, but you guide them. Mm-hmm. And so, and so it's really, it's just trial and error and figuring out, you know, how they respond to what a couple of the things that we've been doing that I think are pretty cutting edge in this world, this conversational marketing world is that because the technology has advanced so much, um, we're actually able to track, um, let's say somebody comes to our, I'll just give you an example. This just happened actually. We had a huge sale, like over $100,000 a year. They came in through our mental health marketing uh, landing page and we knew who they were because we had their IP address. So mm-hmm. we were actually to call them by name, like, hey, thank you so-and-so for visiting our mental health marketing page. Um, we see that you're interested in these things. Are you interested in looking at our case studies on mental health? Are you interested in seeing how we helped other people? Um, would you like to see some reviews of how we help mental health companies? Um, are you just browsing? So they came back three times and each time we were able to have a different message for them. Mm. Uh, just like we're having a conversation, right? And um, because of that, the sales time, usually to close a sale like that might be you know, a month because it's a very large sale that, or a very large plan they're looking at. And this took us less than a week because wow. we'd already answered those questions up front. We already knew the types of things that they were looking for. And then, then we took them through the pathways of providing the information that they needed. Um, I don't think everything can be automated. We also have live chat that'll mm-hmm. come on when people ask for that. I think that's really important. Um, but this tool is phenomenal. Uh, so I think what you're doing, you're really on a really good path, Eric, like where you guys are going. Um, and it's just continuing. What I love about what I've seen you guys do is that you're just continuing to get better and better. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's, that's my belief about marketing right now is you have to just go in and just do it. And then just respond as people respond to you. What what are they interested in? What are they telling you? How do how do you just keep making it better? Nothing can be static anymore. Yeah, we actually had a masterclass this morning in Marlo. She's actually um, one of our one of our awesome students. She's she's uh, uh, she's just inviting tons and tons of people to the group. But she's using a mini chat, and she literally we made we walked through it. We did the analytics. We literally did the analytics on where people were getting stuck. We made adjustments, changed names, changed things. And I think two more people came to our bot today, just going through it. Um, And and that's what you got to do. You just got to on the fly, literally be able to change that. And like you said, what's the, you know, every single day something's changing. So 
I mean, that's what we're doing. And, you know, with a lot of our mini chats, we give them to you and you upload them into your account, but then you got to monitor them. It's, it's a, it's a flowing document. It's a flowing chat. That you really, really need to like conversational marking. I'm going to just borrow that one forever. Conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and think about how much you learn from, I mean, again, taking it back to sales, think about how much you've learned over the years. Like you start seeing trends with your customers, right? Mm -hmm. Like you've helped enough people that you've gotten the same objections even before they probably say it, you're like, yep, I already know what they're going to say. I, you know, I already have this. And so you just start to learn that. And what used to take, you know, focus groups and all these other things where honestly people weren't probably telling us the whole truth anyway, you're actually being able to change what you're doing and saying based on real time. Mm -hmm. Like the world we live in now is amazing. So. Mm -hmm. And I like that real time because you, you can see what they're going through. You can see what they're doing. You can make your adjustments. You can, um, you can hop in like really quick. Like with, yeah. you can just hop in and say, Hey, what's going on? I, there's one thing that our, um, our uh, CEO does is he literally says, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that this is David. There's somebody real behind this bot. Right. And, and people are like, wow, there's somebody real that's behind this. Okay, cool. So they'll interact with it. And one thing that I've noticed is people will interact um, on a bot and literally like, because they're kind of behind the screen, they can ask the questions, they can kind of do the things that they want to know, like they'll click on this and then they'll click back and go to this and they'll click back and go to this. And if your mini chat or your chat sequence is set up correctly, you could see everywhere they went. Yeah, And you can give them different options. Like you said, you can literally put them on another flow and send them in down a different, if they want to see testimonials, boom, send them a testimonials page. If they want to see this, send them this page. If they want to see this, send them that. And a lot of that is all automated once you get in there and you can click the button to send it where it needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you're just, I mean, so part of it is you can even use your, your bot, depending on where you're at in your business, you can even use your bot to, you know, to basically get information from them. Is your product or is your service priced right? Or is it, um, you know, are you offering the right thing? You know, don't be afraid to ask tough questions because people will answer more honestly when they don't feel like they have to talk to you or they're kind of feel like they're talking to a bot versus a person. So, you know, I would just say, again, I think you guys are on the right track and there is a lot of trial and error and there is a lot of problem solving. And I think it's important that people know, even agencies like us, we're going through the same thing. You know, we might have more resources and, you know, kind of know what the trends are a little bit better, um, but you're all going to go through the same process of seeing mm -hmm. how people respond and then changing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. So I did do a couple of questions. I pulled a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to see if there anybody has any questions on this live stream. So I'm going to put um, any questions. Nice. And I know that their live stream is a little slow behind what we're doing. So um, I'm actually going to ask you this. What's the, what is a million dollar skill? that you've honed in as an entrepreneur and you think that is, that is essential to success? 
Okay, so I'm going to answer this differently than I would have answered this a couple days ago, actually, because um, there's a lot of skills, right, that are that are really amazing skills to have. I mean, you can say um, understanding user experience, so being like a UX designer, understanding um, how people interact with your with with clients' sites, with their marketing, and all of that. Those are those are pretty phenomenal skills but i'm going to actually say this um i just read an article yesterday harvard harvard business review and it was one of the most compelling articles i've read about what where we're going in the future and it's so different than anything i've read about this but it's exactly what i believe to be true and they were talking about how the future is really for the generalists so we've heard for like you know 30 40 years the future is for specialists right and there's real truth in that because you do have to have specialty in these different areas to know what you're doing. But the people that actually, because things are changing so rapidly in technology and changing so rapidly in our society, the way we interact, the way we do business, the way we communicate with each other. I mean, COVID has rapidly changed that even faster, mm -hmm. right? People who know how to problem solve, people who are not afraid to um, persevere and get to the answer and strategize and problem solve on the biggest level. I think that is the number one skill as a entrepreneur. So, I mean, we can talk character, we can talk those things too, because I think if you can have the skill and if you don't have the character, it's not going to work. But if you are a great problem solver and that does not scare you, you know, and you're willing to just keep going in and keep trying until you find the thing that works, that to me is the number one skill um especially now and moving forward that we need because you can hire people that are experts mm -hmm. right you can oh. hire like i mean i have a whole team right now that knows so much more than i do if you want to talk to me about facebook ads i can give you the top 10 percent. but sarah and tommy and that team can just man they can just rock it <laughs> and give you all the detail of why they're doing what they're doing and what's working same with google ads same with website, same with SEO, you know, I can't be the expert at all of that. But if I'm a great problem solver, and I'm not afraid to keep going until I find the answers, one, I will find the right people. Mm. I'll find the right people that are specialists, I'll track them to me. Um, and I'll understand the bigger picture of where we're going. So I think that's it. Answer. That is a great answer. And there's there there's some some chats going in and I like what they said. So I wanna bring that actual question, that answer and that that mindset right back to MLM and network marketing. Yeah. Did you hear what she said? She said she wants to give she wants to know ten percent of the business, ten to twenty percent of the business, and then she wants to put people in the right seats. Absolutely. She, she wants to get the right people on the bus and then put them in the right seats. So as a network marketer, I want you guys to think about that. If you don't, everyone says, if you don't have time, hire somebody with time. If you don't understand SEO, hire somebody that has it. Recruit somebody that understands SEO and let them be a part of the team. And that's one of the things that we bring to, that we bring inside this group is we try to connect people with people that are stronger in different skills. Like, Building a team is phenomenal, but you'll be able to leverage the resources in this group. So guys, just think about that. Like you heard it from someone that's doing massive, massive, massive marketing. 
and strategy and sales and she still looks at it from 30,000 feet and puts the right people in the right spots on the bus. So just think about that um, when you're when you're building your business, when you're building any business, you know, the entrepreneur, we like, we want to do everything by ourselves. And the minute you leverage people and find the who, not the how, um, your business and your life, because you're empowering people. As you empower people, more people start to um, look at you as a leader because you've given them something, you've given them a responsibility that they kind of own. And when they own something, they, they really, really bring, bring it all together. And, you know, my dad, I'm just going to shoot this out. My dad always said, growing up, he said this, he goes, um, I'm not looking for problems, I'm looking for solutions. Yeah, I, I love live, that. I live by that. He would tell me that every single time. I'm not looking for problems, I'm looking for solutions. And that's, th thank you, because that kind of brings everything full circle. The bigger the problems you solve, the bigger your paycheck. Just remember that. The bigger the problems you solve, the bigger your paycheck. Yeah. So, let's see. Is there anyone in here that's got some questions? Not yet. So, I'm going to go right back into my other one that I said... Um, if you were starting your business today, what would be the what would the first week look like in your business? Wow! Wow! Okay. So I'm gonna let me preface this. You already have your location. You already have the place. You're you already have ever you know you you have the bones of the business. What's the first week look like outbound? Got it. Do I have money at this point or no money? You have, you, you have some investment capital. Okay. Uh, first thing that I would do would be to spend time in journal, meditation, self-awareness. This is what I do now. It's my habit. Um, and really focus on the, the why, the, the goal. Like, what, what am I doing? Where do I want to go? It really doesn't matter where you're starting, right? You have to know what... what not that it's not going to change all the time because of course there is changes but why am i doing this why does this matter where am i trying to get to who am i trying to help and so i would really spend some serious time in that first before i did anything um so i'm really grounded um and then i would call people that i trust so i would immediately call people i trust and say hey this is what i'm thinking this is the business that i'm starting um you know, from your perspective, how can my business help somebody like you? So mm -hmm. once I determined where I was going to go, then I would reach out to people that I trust and respect and say, hey, can I have 20, 30 minutes of your time? If you were going to hire a marketing agency, um, what are you looking for? What are the things you, you know, I should stay away from because they've been pain points for you for marketing companies in the past. Um, and once I felt like I had a good picture of that information, I'd probably study other agencies and look at um, what are their negative reviews? What are people saying that they don't like about them? Can I, can I fulfill that pain point? Can, mm -hmm. I, can I offer something different that, that other people aren't offering out there? Um, so I spend my first probably day in like kind of heavy research mode and really getting like a good, wise, solid path. And then once I felt like I had a good sense of where I was going, um, man, I'd start with trying to bring in business because like without sales and without business and without my first customer, 
you don't have a business. So, you know, that, that would be my next thing is like, okay, well, I, you know, I need to, obviously I would assume that I had the skill set that I do now that I could knew I could do something of value. Um, and so if I had to, I'd offer stuff for free. I'd, you know, to start getting, I know how important social proof is. So I'd start um, with people that I knew I could provide a quick win for. Mm. And I'd start, you know, offering services. What can I do to help you? Chances are from that first phone call that I made, of, of telling people, hey, I'm doing this. How can I help you? Chances are something would have come out of that anyway. Yes. Because that is how a lot of business happens. Um, and then I would just kick butt on my website and SEO because I know the inbound say I know that inbound traffic and people coming to you um, for services is such an easier way to do business than always outbound. Right. That so- makes sense? That makes that makes a ton of sense. So what we're what we're doing and we're teaching in our, in our next level of training is we have something called an avatar interview sheet, and it's identical to what you're talking about. So there we actually have like seven questions that we we give our students that basically helps them reach out to people that are possible clients but yeah. are experts in that field, and then like you said, something always happens afterwards. Absolutely. They know who you are. They know what you're doing. And then one of the things that we say is that, hey, um, the exact same, I'm building something that solves the exact same problems that you were talking about. When I'm done, are you open to check it out? Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) So (laughs) that's, you know, that that's what we're teaching in the next level. So in the next level of what we have in our program is we have an avatar, basically an avatar interview sheet that um, we'll be dropping. So if you guys ever want the avatar interview sheet, um, hashtag avatar, and we will uh, maybe give you a couple of the questions, but in order to get the whole sheet, you have to be part of the, you have to be a student. Um, so and that's, that's brilliant that you guys are doing that because when I, when I hear that, what I think about is, you know, MLM can have a bad name and, mm-hmm. you know, people even going into it can feel like, oh man, I don't want to be that person or any of that stuff. Um, but the point is that, like this has a, you're solving a problem. And so if somebody calls me and they're like, hey, can I ask you a couple of questions? And they're, and they're sincere and they really are looking for feedback. And then they ended up with that, that statement of, hey, I think I have something that might even solve what you're talking about. We've just established a relationship. This is, this is now quote unquote conversational marketing, right? <laughs> This is not, this is not, you know, a sales call in which I have my objections up and I feel like I'm just immediately going to say no. This is, you know, we're having a conversation. We're helping each other as human beings. And so I love that. I love that you're doing that. I think that's great. Well, we learned it from another one of our coaches, but yeah, that's definitely something that we're, we're doing. And, and um, there's people clicking avatar, avatar, avatar. So this is perfect. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So you said something about working SEO and in this group, we, we don't actually do like the SEO. We do more of uh, Facebook organic marketing. Okay. Um, and it's more designed for MLMers and affiliate marketers. What would you say? Um, because we do a lot of posting and we do a lot of friend uh, connecting with a lot of friends, you know, the people that yeah. are our, our right audience. So we always teach this. We teach, you only have 5,000 seats in your stadium because 
Facebook only allows you to have 5,000 friends. Right. So they should either be family and friend that are positive, family and friends that are positive, because you, you, you want your Facebook page to be positive. Right. Um, raving super fans. So anyone that's going to like or, you know, comment on your stuff and then possible clients and um, clients and basically possible clients and prospects. Yeah. So on the SEO side, you do a lot of uh, like targeting words. How could one of, how could our students like take like a little bit of the SEO hat and put it in the Facebook algorithm hat? Do you have a, do you have an idea or a, a, a solution or something that you've done that, that will get the interaction that, that our, our customer, our students are looking for? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, SEO is, is totally different because it's based on search and it's based on Google, not Facebook. And so, um, but let's talk about the mindset of SEO. So the reason it's so effective is that what you're doing is you're making your website or your presence show up where people are searching. Mm -hmm. so if somebody, you know, if somebody is searching for, I'll just use the mental health marketing again, if somebody is searching for that um, nationally, like we come up like number one, I think number two or number one, right, right in that spot. But it's not just about coming up number one or two, then it's about having relevant information. So when they click on our page, it didn't just take them to like a basic page. It took them to our page, which all talks about mental health marketing, right? And then, and then not just that, but then we have a chat bot on the page that addresses, again, how can we help you in mental health marketing? We know you're looking at this page. So if you think about that mindset, and I think you could take your Facebook algorithm to, to a higher level. I think everything you've said is spot on. It's really good. But, but let's just be real. If somebody friends me, um, and I don't really know them. And then I see on their profile that they are selling something or whatever. Um, you know, I, I pretty much know what they're doing. I know that they're connecting with me for that reason. So what I would think about is when you really know who your core people are that you're helping and that you're connecting with, let's say you find out just for example, that health coaches are are somebody that you've helped a lot or you've connected with with this product. I don't know, I'm just using that as an example. Um, then I would start searching out other people in that industry, search them out on Google, find them. Um, you know, when you connect with them on Facebook, let them know that, hey, I've, I've, you know, I've been working with a lot of people in your industry. Um, I just wanna connect so that I get more feedback back on what I'm doing. It might be helpful for you, not trying to sell you anything. You know, just so a little bit more of when you make it so general, um, it's hard for people to connect. But when it's something that helps them personally, um, it's much more effective. So it's taking a little bit of that SEO mindset and putting it into Facebook. It's not always about quantity. It's about quality. That's that's gold. And, um, you know, we try that we teach that we teach, you know, Make sure that your Facebook page is optimized so when people come to your page, they either can get some value, and a lot of times we always set it up so there's some sort of a chatbot delivery system for something for free. Yeah. Um, a lot of our people use uh, Facebook engagement cheat sheets. A lot of our people use the Facebook group like, hey, join my free Facebook group. We, this is what we do. You know, They do different things. We, they provide value up front. And then they kind of organically build 
build them build into them but yeah, yeah that's, so they are we are kind of teaching a little bit of seo type action yeah. Yeah. in that so okay so that's you guys are totally on track i mean the the only thing that i would add to that is just if you can be more targeted if you can be more niche then i I mean, I've seen just not just anecdotally, but actually by the numbers, the clients of ours that are more niche are much more successful with less dollars spent. Okay. So, I mean, it, if I see if it, if I'm really into um, nutrition and I see somebody connects with me and I see that they're also into nutrition, even if they're selling something or even if they're a part of that, I'm still much more likely to connect with them because we have a common interest. Okay. So I'm not saying you can always do that, but if you can, then go for it. Well, we have some really cool tactics that tactics and, and ways that we use um, Facebook groups and stuff like that, where we can find our avatar. Awesome. So yeah, that's, that's one of the things that we actually did. And guys, if you haven't done the avatar training, make sure you jump onto the avatar training, drop, um, drop, Define your avatar inside the uh, the chat, and I will send you guys the free avatar training. Um, the free avatar training, which basically will define who you're really looking for and who you really want to talk to. Love that. Uh, so I'm still looking. Um, I like um, my business partner and one of the coaches. He says, "I hope MLMers are listening. How traditional marketers think." <laughs> Okay. Um, question. Oh, there's a question here. Uh, nope, that was already that. So I am going to go right into, um, do you have anything like if, if, if one of the marketers or anyone that has a traditional business was wanted to check you out, I'll actually put your, uh, the Beacon Media page in there because they may want to look for some, um, some you know seo type things do you have any like and i'm going to put you on the spot do you have any like free giveaways or anything like that that they can link to that we can put in there that um like jen gave away the event the event checklist so i mean do you yeah. have anything that you have that's already done that, that you don't have to rebuild or anything like that yeah that no i'd be happy to we have um we have a really good um, white paper that addresses definitely everything that you're talking about as far as like finding your perfect target and how to be how to be a classy marketer so how to be a, a good have a good conversation and not um, you know and not turn people away so um, I will definitely send you the link and you're free to share it with the group um, I think it would complement probably what you're doing on the avatar stuff all right. All right. Hashtag classy if you want that because we're going to be classy marketers. Nice. Hashtag classy. And, you know, the last thing that I want to ask you is um, because you're in the marketing space and because you have such a, a background in sales, what would you say the difference between sales and marketing is? Um, today? Yeah, today. Yeah. Wow. So there's at least in my mind, like a 75% crossover between the two. Um, because as we know now, you know, 92% of the sales process starts before they ever talk to somebody. So where that used to be like 30, 
then even 10 years ago. I mean, it's a huge difference. So um, if you're not out there, if you're not putting your information out there, everything that you're talking about, like on your Facebook page, all those things, all that stuff is basically your sales process, right? Um, so, but here's where they differ. So I would say the differentiation would be, um, you know, the salesperson is really that, that final call to action and qualifier and discovery and really the nitty gritty and seeing if, if the two people are a good fit or the two organizations or whatever it is. So it's that, it, it's that personalized piece of everything that we can't get kind of online now. Um, and that sales process at that point, there's a lot of techniques. I know you know them too. Um, once you get through that whole marketing sales kind of connection back and forth, where the salesperson's job is really to take all of the information that they've been given um, and really define clearly for the person expectations, um, going deeper into the questions and discovery, and, and then ultimately the call to action and the, and the close. Um, sometimes, and I'm sure you found, guys have found this too, um, that because there's so much crossover, the sale happens way earlier mm -hmm. before they ever even talk to somebody. I mean, that's your whole premise, right? Is that you're selling before you ever talk to somebody. Um, so at that point, the salesperson's job is to really reinforce, to make sure mm -hmm. that what's delivered and the experience and the brand and everything actually matches the marketing. Because if there's a disconnect between the process and then what's actually delivered, you've got a bigger problem. Like now, now, now it's like you just wasted money because you're going to get a negative review or something negative is going to happen. On the marketing side, the the piece that the salespeople, you know, really is differentiation there is really the data and understanding the target markets and understanding people and collecting the data and using it in a way um, that helps you connect your product to the right people. So, and then there's like design and stuff like that in there too, of course, right? Of course there's design. <laughs> yeah. But that's all like, I kind of put that all with marketing and sales together because I mean, I remember back in the like late eighties when I first started 89, 90, um, you know, the big thing was like dress for success and the impression that you give as a salesperson and like the professionalism. And if you think about that, all that now is like a website and your Facebook page and your brand online and all, it's the same thing. It's just moved into the online space and become part of your marketing. Um, so design and all that stuff matters, impression matters, your brand matters, of course that stuff matters, but it kind of is all connected to sales now. Yeah, it is. And that's one thing that I wanna share with everyone in the group that um, clean up your Facebook page because um, we're marketers and every one of us, um, like Fabian says all the time in, in all of our master classes, people are trolling on your Facebook page. They're looking for you. They're lurking. Absolutely. They're double checking that you're the person that you really say you are. So um, that's one thing that I, I definitely say is clean it up because your brand is your brand is your brand. And you just got to understand that it doesn't matter if you're selling soaps, potions, lotions, service uh anything like make sure your brand is authentic make sure your brand is dialed in and make sure i'm not saying go out and spend a bunch of money on a logo and stuff like that but just make sure that what you can take care of on your facebook page is dialed in correctly 
Yeah, and your Instagram and your other like uh, social media. Yeah, we just got an awesome testimony. This guy out of um, Austin, Texas, he's a realtor and he had, they have a new housing complex down there. He's selling houses for. And um, so he came to us to do, um, you know, a, a bot, a, a landing page and Facebook marketing. And um, and anyway, we said so we got started and then we, we called him back and said, hey, um, we're not going to be able to do this unless you clean up your Facebook page and your Instagram because there is, you know, photo after photo after photo of college partying. And it's not that it's bad. There's nothing wrong with that. But like that doesn't match at all the demographic of the people that he was going after, you know, mm. or that he's going to be interacting with for selling these homes. These are starter families, family, you know, people that, you know, just having their first child, it's their first home, really nice neighborhood, all this stuff. And, um, he started a month ago and he has sold six houses and he's the number one agent now in that area. And uh, he kind of fought us on, on chain, but he did not get his first sale until he had that company blown off there. Wow. I, I really job. believe in that. Really think about that. Yeah. And also be aware, this just happened the other day. Um, be aware when you are posting in groups that are open that everyone can see that. Right. So, I don't think a lot of people realize that because I've seen some people post some pretty crazy stuff. I think thinking that it's private, um, you know, and I'm not saying don't be yourself, like just, just be self-aware of what that means. So are you, right. are you comfortable with that being a reflection of how people see you? Right. If you're going to post it, it's, if you're going to post it, just think about you're posting it on your Facebook page also. So, you know, yeah, I mean, that's right. it's inside a group doesn't mean you're hiding, hiding, you know, if it's an open they're not, group, they're yeah. not. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and, and I personally believe you should authentically be yourself because people also can tell when you're just kind of not being real. Um, so I post some stuff that's pretty personal to my faith and things like that. And that might turn people off, but I feel like, well, that is who I am. So that is, they're going to get to know me if they do right. me. So it's just better for me to be honest. Right. Yeah. And you'll attract the right people. You'll attract the right circle of influence and the right five and all of that stuff. And, you know, if yeah. they don't, you're in, an, you're in an agency, so it's awesome. If they don't want to deal with you, they can deal with someone else in the agency, which is That's right. totally fine. So Marlo did have a question. She did question. Um, as you look into the business of 2020 heading into the last quarter, what do you think, what are you thinking about to set yourself up to grow and scale in 2021? Yeah. Okay. Good question. So we took a really aggressive approach when everything started shutting down, just recognizing that um, what we were already doing and offering and, you know, everything being online in our company um, that we could help a lot of businesses. So we already kind of started our plan back in March um, where we decided to take a really aggressive market share approach to getting more business. Um, and really helping as many small businesses in America as we can. So overall, our strategy was we could either pull way back or we could just go for it. And we started putting out a lot of free content about um, how to you know, work on Zoom, remote working, how to sell online, e-commerce, chatbots. I mean, trying to help people as much as we can, whether it was DIY or if they could afford an agency. So that was part of our overall strategy is I go into fourth quarter now. Um, my focus is honing in 
So really being clear about the niches and the people that we are serving well, who are we helping the most? Um, who are we making the biggest difference for? Um, not, I mean, not ignoring reality, like tourism is one of our main, um, you know, areas, but obviously that one has not done super well, understandably. Um, but also aligning ourselves. So we have a lot more partnerships now than we've ever had before. So we've, we've aligned ourselves with other businesses that are thinking like we are, um, that are taking that more aggressive stance on growing. And that's what I would do. For, so to, to the, the rest of 2020, I don't know where you are, what type of business you have, but I would say um, educate yourself on as much as you possibly can on your niche or where you're really trying to focus. Align yourself with other people that are thinking positive and thinking forward that are not trying to return us to the past that we're never returning to. It's not going back. Right. Um, and set yourself up to be somebody that people trust, that they can count on, um, that has been steady and positive during this whole time. So for me, that's like self-work, you know, that's working on myself. That's like what I talked about, journaling, meditating, taking care of myself. Um, if you don't have yourself right, then how can other people count on you? So on a personal level that, on a business level, alignment with the right people, learning and growing and finding, preparing yourself to actually be able to offer significant value going into 2021. Wow. So I wrote down educate, align and trust. So Marlo, educate, align and trust. It, the acronym is EAT. So EAT. Love it. I'm going to use that. I'm going to totally use that. <laughs> Well, it looks like we're at the, you know, we're, we, we, we went on for about 45 minutes, which is awesome. And um, I will, uh, guys, if, if you want that, uh, that white paper, I'll get that for you. It'll be delivered in a bot and you guys know it will be. Um, right. So if you guys have any questions um, for me or for Jen, just kind of reach out to us on the chat. I'll be monitoring the chat for the rest of the day, probably tomorrow, and the next day. And guys, we, we are here to provide value for you. We are here to bring the, not just the MLM and affiliate marketing space, but as you can tell, we're bringing in real, real, you know, marketing agency professionals and people that have done that, people have been, that have done bigger, big, huge things with huge brick and mortar companies. So that's my, that's my goal for this group is to help everybody provide value um, educate, align, and trust. I mean, boom, we've got it. So we're going to eat. So Jen, thank you for coming on. Is there anything, last thing you got to say to the audience? No, I'm just, I think, you know, anybody who's choosing to be a part of this group is already aligning with, I mean, I know who you are, Eric. I know your character. I know what you offer. So I think anybody who's a part of it, you're aligning with the right people. Just keep that problem solving down. Keep doing it. Thank you. Thank you. We will see you guys uh, tomorrow. Armand Anderson will be on the show um, and he is going to talk about, uh, he's got a 10,000, over 10,000 person downline and he's going to talk about keeping leadership, keeping focus and keeping it fun. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. Are you tired of those lame Facebook groups that provide no value? Well, our Facebook group is awesome. Go to unlockthefbgroup.com and get access to our Facebook group where you will be able to find 
interviews of top network marketers, and Q&As where you can jump in and talk to them live. We also have massive training. We provide a bunch of free tools. So jump into that group. Again, that's unlocktheFBgroup.com. We'll ask you a few questions in mini chat because that's what we do. And make sure that you're not a spammer and get you into the group right away. So again, go to unlocktheFBgroup.com and don't be a spammer.